It's Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets here on the Mail Media Net. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod. Those five-star reviews matter, like, way more than they should. And in a minute, after I put on a bit of a clinic, I'll ask you to press the cartoon finger down below, because, again, man, likes on YouTube really just matter more than they should. Welcome back to the Waiver Show. Really appreciate the feedback uh, so far, right? They're kind of no-nonsense stuff, so let me not do what I always do and ramble too much. Let's just keep it short, wham-bam. Thank you, ma'am. If you're new, welcome aboard. We do appreciate you. Again, two short episodes every week. Front end of the week, kind of mining the advanced leaderboards, you know, all the nerdy stuff, but it does help. Best way to find the next breakouts with some underlying split data that maybe I have access to that not everyone else does. You know, I'm here to do some work that you don't have to. Both the hitting and the pitcher side, and then we do this. And add every position for 10, 12, and 15 team leagues, though you'll see on the graphic I bring up in a minute, uh, for pitchers, it really ends up being the same. Pitching is so difficult this year, right? There's just none of it. That waiver wire in a 12-team league kind of looks exactly like it does in a 15-team league. So we're kind of just putting those all together. And, you know, I'm always kind of keeping an eye. We have guys on the horizon also. We're doing pretty good, you know? I think that's what it's all about, fantasy Staying on top of the work, making sure you're not taking zeros, making sure you're always playing. Even one of the mistakes I've made getting into the high stakes arena, believe it or not, and then what I promise will go, but this matters, is is just that like starting guys that are healthy, I guess, and like that being enough. You're saying, oh, okay, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't have that that red suitcase next to him or the Switzerland flag or whatever, the Red Cross. So you're just going to leave them and not noticing, you know, that a player that you was kind of leading off, now maybe he's batting sixth, and instead of playing seven days a week, was only playing five, and they're not producing. So hopefully you'll get a bit of the nuance in that context here. When you hang with us, Mayo, Medianet, hat tip, Pat Mayo, he is the man. Without any further ado, let's do it to it. Maybe we'll get halfway around the diamond, then we'll take a, a quick break. Wrap it up with outfielders and pitchers. What do you say? Okay, this one show, again, is less st- stats. We're adding it. Really, it's more about opportunities. I'm going to try to have a couple recent stuff up. But I don't want to beat you to death because that's... Not say it's not how you do it. Because you guy, want guys that are hitting. But but play, playing is like everything, you know. Playing time is just... Is like the nut. You know, it's the nut hand. So. First off, we'll start... Let's start behind the dish with catchers. Right, we've got Young Gomes at the top. So that'd be a universal ad. Blake Sable for the Giants, who gets mixed in with some outfield, which, you know, usually is a great sign for a 12-teamer, especially when you stream players that get at-bats that are not as a catcher. And then Matt Tice for the Angels. Um, Logan Ohop. Oh, Hoppy, I'm sorry. He just went down. I believe his his season's over. So not that Tyson necessarily going to be an answer, but for right now it is. And we know he could slug just a touch. The numbers on Gomes are, are crazy. The recent numbers, like last 33 ABs, I got a double and four homers, eight ribbies and a steal. He's batting 424. So again, you know, when you're just churning these guys, that's just what it is. Also, I, I find I don't like to reach for catchers 
Because people that do are wed to them. It's, this is a one-catcher league. Two-catcher leagues is very fluid. You're always shifting and moving. Which is why I'm oh, I'm trying to add guys like Tice. You'll see the guys on this list. The bottom of these lists, like most regular human players would not be interested in these guys. But I'm doing it because I roll in some deep fantasy circles. And I know I have at least a couple people that play like NFBC that follow me. And I'm not going to leave them hanging. We are going to we are going to get it for everybody. You know, again, I'm playing in some main event qualifiers and NFBC stuff myself. So it's really Golden Sable and Ice. Again, playing time is really just everything. I noticed that that kind of rang when I was looking for Sable. You know, the Giants can be very fluid. He's played four of the last five games. You know, versus lefties and righties. So. You're chasing catchers, and a guy might play in the outfield. You know, I guess that's really, like I said, it's just about as good as we could do. Though he has not played the outfield in a couple weeks. They've had crazy injuries, but no Hanninger is back. So, again, even if it's just a line share catcher opportunity, he has a little bit of stick. Let's get to first base. Joey Gallo. Yes, you read that right. I mean, one of my bigger misses, and I'm, I'm fine with it. But if I were in a 10-team league, I wouldn't be, you know, rolling my eye. Oh, Joey Gallo, LOLs. Last 28 ABs, he has two doubles and four homers. To go with the nine Ks, of course, would be Joey Gallo. But he's batting 250. Whoa! Joey Gallo batting 250? That's ridiculous, right? If you, In fact, had you told me Joey Gallo bat 250, he'd probably be on 100% of my teams. So he's hit his way. He's hit all around the lineup looking at it. At this point, every day, you know, spotty day against off against tough lefties. You don't want him in those games anyway. Fifth, sixth, seventh, is even a two. So you can see, like, some... Upside there, right? Upside with just him kind of maintaining, but then at the same time, getting the extra opportunities. So that's always huge. Then it's Rodolfo. Oh, I'm sorry. Connor Joe. Sorry, I skipped over. We'll go back. We'll get to second base. Connor Joe on the Pirates. Another, he's kind of an LOL guy, right? And you're going to get a lot of that during the year. The misses everyone had, why people laughed, and they don't believe him. That's not to say all oh, these guys are going to stick, but I do know I was into Joe. A year ago. Right, list 46 ABs for Joe, three doubles, two triples, two homers. Batting 261. To go with four walks, looking really good. You know, he's, you know, he's playing every day. I'm like, right? What do you notice? A lot of times it's bad teams. We spoke about that last week. That's where the opportunities are. The teams that are not the good. Now the Pirates are winning and they're not going to take that away. So he's batting third, fourth, fifth. That's Connor Joe, and then it's Hunter Dozier. This is where, you know, it's just, he's, he's, he has a pulse. I was almost, I wanted to say, like, he's playing, but I know that's not even, I'm not saying it's not the case, but it's not every single day. Dozier's played three or four, and four or six. It's a bit spotty. If he hits, he'll stick. Royals are really struggling on offense. They're desperate for anything. To that same note, he could lose his spot, but I know in the leagues I'm in, it's, there's nothing out there. Just nothing, nothing out there at all for first base. So, in desperate times call for desperate measures. Again, sometimes it's just a stopgap. And that's kind of why you're sticking here, right? Because we're always going to be mining and mining and mining. Hopefully, you got somebody last week. You don't need it now. But, you know, if you do get caught, it would be Dozier for me. Second base, it's Michael Bush for the Dodgers, who again, I really don't know much about. And I don't, I'm not the big prospect guy. But I do know the Dodgers know what they're doing. And I also know in 10-team leagues, you're playing for it all. Right? It's pure superstar domination type stuff. First of last, truly. 
Ricky Bobby style. So I, I'm almost chasing if I have a need. You know, I mentioned in a breath before Castro and how good he's been, which, you know, he has been. Castro's been excellent to get. The Pirates are just hot to death right now. Is it going to last? I don't know, probably not. But a lot of these guys have had shine, some track record. Like, it's not impossible. The real key is that they fix the pitching, right? Because the talent is there, but they need to cultivate it. Rowan's and Contreras, Mitch Keller, and the like. So Castro's been awesome last 44 ABs, batting 273. Three doubles and two homers with five walks and a steal. So he's kind of doing everything. Second base is a tough position. Then you wrap it up Chris Taylor, who's, yeah, I like he's back, I guess. You know, the, the strikeout rate is crazy, but he's hitting home runs. And he's, oh, he missed a few games with the injury, came back, and has played four or five, playing short and third, but he's batting in the bottom third of the lineup. So, okay, it's just desperate time stuff. So that's Michael Bush, Rodolfo Castro, and Chris Taylor at second. Joey Gallo, Connor Joe, Hunter Dozier at first. Jan Gomes, Blake Sable, Mac Tice, and Catcher. Let's finish up the infield before we take a quick break here. Joey Ortiz for Baltimore Orioles again. I don't pretend to know like anything about these guys. I know the Orioles are playing well, and I know they're looking for a boost. They called him up. I know people I trust that like him. He started and played second base. So, like, for me, it's almost that's good enough when you're looking for a second baseman. Again, Adam Frazier, well, Adam Frazier actually moved to right field, but that would be the spot maybe that got lost that could, you know, easily be replaced. So then it's John Birdie. Miami also, same thing, struggling on offense. They've been shaking it up. I really thought of Birdie as kind of a backup player. However... It's been Yuri Gurriel, really, is the backup player. They have so many kind of utility-type guys, second baseman stuff. So Gurriel's only played two of the last five or six. And Birdie just rattled off. He was off last night, but had played you know eight in a row before that. Missed a day, played nine or 11 in a row before that. So Birdie's playing every day, in particular if he needs some speed. He hasn't gone nuts yet, but we know it's there, right? For him to just go off completely. And then again, <laughs> you know you're desperate. And you know you're talking about you know 15 teams. Whenever JP Crawford comes up, but he's hitting right now. You know, he's got a homer and a steal, last 30 plate appearances, batting 333 with six ribbies and six run scores. So he's playing, he's gonna play every day. Um, I tend to like the Mariner offense maybe a little bit more than everyone else does. I think they're gonna come around even more. Kelvin. I'm sorry, I got stuck there. Um, Crawford, yes. Playing every single day, right? One day off since the season started. But batting ninth every day also. So, you know, you're going to get very little. But, you know, the thing you do like, of course, if, if he hits, Julio Rodriguez right behind him to help push him around, right? So, like, the, you could believe in the runs if you believe in the OBP. And maybe you get a couple steals. It's the pop, I don't believe it. But, again, if you're rostering J.P. Crawford right now, you're probably in trouble. Finishing up at third base, J.D. Davis, who's been moving up the ranks. Right, People worried San Francisco wouldn't play him or anybody come every day. He's playing every day. You know, he, he they sat him in like a spot here. He sat on the 22nd. He sat in the 10th. You know, he's playing, though. And it's mostly lefties. So when you see, like, if you see a clump of lefties, he might sit. Although he's played against the last two lefties they've faced. You know, so J.D. Davis kind of is working his way into the viability. 
Harper Candelario, who I like. Again, people just roll their eyes at Washington, but he's a professional hitter. He's going to play every day, and he's looking pretty good. So, you know, if you're following my betting stuff, we've been on Washington. Again, it's just narrative. The public gets their teeth sunk into something, and they don't let it go. And then Mike Moustakas, they're going to Colorado. He's been playing, and they're going to Colorado. That's about it. So you're not looking to keep him. Moustakas is a kind of a churn play. But a play nonetheless, when you're going to get the altitude and he's going to you know, be in the lineup and do some damage, apparently. Okay, let's wrap it up strong, as always, with your outfield ads. And then some pitchers, got some starters and some relievers. And then we'll get you out of here, hopefully, fully prepped. Again, audio-only listeners, you didn't have to go and write this stuff down. We do have a schnazzy graphic that I made that will be available on Twitter. You can follow, get me at John Legaza or at the Mayo Media Network handle. All free, and of course, if it's free, it's for me. You know that. But yeah, it's always really helpful to have something like this. Boom, just or you jump over to YouTube and get us a like at the same time. A little screenshot. And then just something to refer to when you're doing your waiver ads. This, especially if you're just a regular person like I've been alluding to, you'll be good. You should be covered with this. And though the guys on the top, if they're not rostered, right, that's where you want to be. So let's dive into the outfield. 10 team first. Estory Ruiz. On Oakland, we heard about the steals, right? 82 steals in the minors last year. Now he's leading off and getting on. Right, He wasn't like a Billy Hamilton guy. He's not a terrible hitter. He's an OBP guy in the minors. So I was really big on him. And now you're kind of seeing it. Oakland offense, not nearly as much of a joke as the team is because the bullpen, it's really the bullpen in particular. Then it's Captain Jack Swinsky for the Pirates. Well, I know people are waiting for him to fall apart, but again, I don't know, in this kind of power starved environment remember though scoring is up it's not like power is really up it's up a little bit over the pas are not up i just covered this at the athletic that number is down over the fly ball is up a little bit off the lows but it's not anywhere near like 2019 so this is not like bouncy ball we're just getting more because babbit is up and batting averages are up because and walks are up left on bases down because of those same things so scoring is up without being home runs so if you need power so still the jizz we're getting a He's even started to play against lefties, but regardless, if you get the lion's share against righties, he's going to be good to go. Then it's Josh Lowe, who's just legit. You know, big miss for me. A guy I hadn't even considered with the flawed hit tool. Looks like a legit, like a legit 30-30 type of guy. Like, I'm not kidding. And it kills me to say because I have none of them. And I like to be on top of the big hits. We have some already. That's not one of them. Get with Josh Lowe. He is awesome. Tampa is awesome. They're on fire. And, you know, they, they're they going to get him just every every spot. Let me just check the lineup really quick. Because I believe he's moving up. Yeah, so, like, when the season started, batting 8th, batting 7th, batting 7th. Now he's kind of making his way to 5th. He's even cleaned up. The playing time could be a bit more consistent. But I think that's coming. I really do. 3 of 4, 6 of 8. This is Josh Lowe has played for Tampa, so... Six of eight, you're getting to the line share, and I think that next one is next step is coming. Twelve teams outfield. Brett Rooker for Oakland. It's the same idea as Sawinski and Ruiz in combination. People don't buy it because Oakland stinks. LOL. Rooker was a legit prospect with power, power prospect. And again, if you need power, he's legit. The swing and miss will probably come back to Earth. But you don't know that for sure. Everyone's so because it's like because of the narrative, like that's like the safe conservative play is. Well, because it's Oakland, he's come back to earth and he can't break out. It's not the case. I like the offense there, so I think Rooker is going to hit home runs if you need him. 
Brandon Marsh kind of doing everything. I expect Marsh to make his way to the 10-team list soon. He's working his way up the Philadelphia lineup, if I'm not mistaken. Quick check on Brandon Marsh, yeah. You know, again, he was batting ninth to start the year every day, and now he's batting fifth three of the last four days. Big deal. And even more than that, you know, six of eight or whatever. So Brandon Marsh, but you know, he's a big he's a prospect also. That's absurd. Excuse me. And we thought maybe he was blocked. I'm just battling crazy throat stuff, people. I'm very sorry. And now he's good. Last one will be Joe. Also filling that double box. You know, I think 12 teams, he's got to be rostered. Corner, first, or outfield. Just to see what he got as you kind of fill it in. And it'll probably be with the players on the 15-team league. 15-team spot there. Stone Garrett for Washington. I really like, he's like super toolsy. You know, big-time homer speed guy in the minors. Washington stinks. I thought he'd get a chance to play. They brought him up. He started playing every day. Then he had a couple of days off. So as much as I like, you know, him, and I do think it might come, I don't know. I just don't know. They've been weird. Right, so what I was alluding to, he played four in a row, had a day off, played again. You're going to go five, six, it's on. Then he had two more days off in a row. Lefty last night, and he played. He batted sixth. Second game up, he batted second. Alex Cole is back playing every day. He had sat three of the four games when... Stone played four in a row, and Cole had not been that good. I wonder, oh, maybe it was just like the the quickening happening. So Garrett is more of a add and bench. If you need to start him, the player I'm saying, I would. You're in 15 teams, you're better with Abyssale. Garcia, man, he just had a home run. That's like what we want to get with these guys, right? Selling waves. He wasn't great. We like the talent. I was drafting him, so I'm into the underlying stuff. And now, you know, we hit some run. Hopefully, we get behind him and we get a little wind in the sail for the next 10 days or so. And then it's kind of capo for Oakland, right? Just It's all Oakland. When in doubt, go to Oakland or Washington, right? But that's what it is. Because people, LOL. He's a power speed guy also. I know you're definitely getting some speed. He's starting to play every single day. This is kind of capo. So, nine of the last 10 games. The first five of those, he's about eight and ninth. Last night, he bet second. So again, that's part of the opportunity that we're talking about when we talk to these bad teams. It's not just the playing time, but it's a playing time with the ability to kind of move up. So it's Ruiz was batting ninth, now he's batting first, and you know, Capo was batting ninth after that, now he's batting second. So you have a chance of really adding to your team, and again, hopefully that's what this show will do. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Hopefully that earned a like. And get up in the comment section if we miss anything and uh, follow us on Twitter, get the graphic. Let's just wrap it up quick with pictures. This is, gosh, as much of detailed pitching work as I do. And if you're into that stuff, you can see me on Call to the Pen every day, Monday through Friday. I do all the betting stuff for Pozzola, the baseball show. And this is more about opportunity. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a juggle out there. So it's Tyler Tanner, Bybee. Excuse me, it's not Bybee, it's Bybee for the Guardians. Who looked ridiculous and he's got all the shine plus they have the front organization backing from us you know the blessing the green light so he's gonna be great and i think um the spot might be a little under threat so that would be the one thing to keep me from kind of blowing my brains out in fab but if you need him you go get him i'm not one of those uh, because i'm such a conservative fab player i mean i'm the guy that adds for eight bucks and four bucks on a thousand dollar budget that if i want to go for a buck 70 like i went for a buck 80 on mason miller 
just because it might be great. Like, I need pitching, and you go get it. It's not there. You don't know how many of these guys are going to come up. So, buy me, you go get him. Whatever it takes. Next up, Gavin Stone should get his look soon for the Dodgers. They have a spot, and I think he's starting to look good again. I know he struggled, and people have been ready to throw the baby out the bathwater. Trust the Dodgers. I think Stone will be good. Johan Oviedo was on our leaderboard. We might as well do with his teammate, Vince Velasco. I know Vince Velasco is Pittsburgh. LOL. LOL. Lighten up the board. 30% whiff, sub 300 X Woba. There's something in the water in Pittsburgh. I don't mean like tongue in cheek, which, whatever. I guess it is, but I think they may have found the answer with their pitching process. And they we knew they had the talent, right? Oviedo and Velasquez is can be decent. We've seen um um burst from them before, you know. But I was trying to think of Mitch Keller and Rowanzi Contreras is the talent Vince Velasquez is not the mean there was there's thing for him. Let's think about the, the talent that was there. But Oviedo certainly Keller and Rowanzi and we weren't getting much and that's where the L O L stuff comes from. Sometimes deserve. But if they're gonna to start to get it going, we want to be first there. If Pittsburgh is maximizing right talent, which is the thing we're looking for from these teams. So last two starters, two lefties, it's Drew Smiley for the Cubs and Joey Lucchese of the Mets. Um, yeah, the guys are just gonna get the rock. They're keeping it down. Nasty sliders, you know. Past that, you're probably starting them in any I'd say most matchups, right? They're not automatic. They're not automatic starts. They're not must-starts, but it's not like it's, you know, Detroit only either. You know, Lucchese looked great the first time out. I think he was okay last night. But he's going to be good. He's got some film. And then relievers, if Alvarado is still there, I know people are probably like, oh, he's been gone. But if you're in, he seems to be a really shallow league. Certainly a guy needs to be old. I think he could be like RP1 type all the way through. So go to Alvarado. I think, I think... Kimbrough got the rock after that, but he got usage battles. The Phillies gonna be winning a lot of games. Alvarado RP one. After that, it's it's just really tough. Yon, I think it's Yonier Cano. I know it's Cano. Why dot Cano? Sorry, my friend. Reliever for Baltimore. Again, I was talking about this at the Athletic and on a podcast appearance where if you're stuck because they're just on overseas. And we had Kahada on the list last week. If you picked him up, you got saves. Though he's not like the closer. Estevez getting saves also. I like these relievers that are just ridiculously good. Lights out, guys. They could be better than the two-star streamers that we beat up on in the betting game. So, a guy like Cano might get three or four innings a week. And end up with like you know, six or seven strikeouts and no runs. He might even squeak out a win. Oh, wait a minute. That's like an incredible start. You know, that's how impactful uh, relievers can be greater than sign. Starting pitchers, I think Eno tweeted today, starting pitcher ERA was like 4-4 four, four or something like that. So, yeah, if you could beat that with relievers, then you should. And then it's Daniel Bard, if he's still available. He's working his way back from anxiety issues, but we know, you know, he's good. And he they gave him a ton of money, and he should be the closer. Not the best spot to pitch in Colorado, but it'll do, right? So, all right, that'll do it, everybody. Fantasy Baseball picks and bets. The Waymouth Show with the big man. 10-team outfield, Estory Ruiz, Jackson Winsky, and Josh Lowe. 12-team, Brent Brooker, Brandon Marsh, Connor Joe. 15-team, Stone Garrett, Evisale Garcia, Connor Capel. And then the starting pitchers, Tanner Bybee, Gavin Stone, Johan Aviedo, 
Drew Smiley, Vince Velasquez, Joey Lucchese, and the relievers Alvarado, Cano, and Bard. And that will do it, everybody. Thank you so much. Really, we appreciate the feedback that we're just doing a no-nonsense thing. Cutting right to the chase. The info you need. Modern the stat leaderboard. Get you familiar with some of the names who might be the next kind of interesting names. And then end of the week, boom, come sweep it up with your waiver ad. So please rate, review, and subscribe to the audio-only pod. And don't be shy to hop over to Twitter, at John Legazer or the Mayo Media Network, to grab the graphic. We do this stuff for you, and it just makes it a little bit easier to refer to, right? That way you don't have to go back and write all the stuff down or have to, have to, have to hear me talk anymore than you need to. Boom, boom, boom. All right, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much. Again, we'll see you at the beginning of the week. Catch you on the flip side, man. Peace. Peace.